Hey y'all, it's Heaven. And Kayla. And thank you for tuning in to Dear Girl Boss Podcast. Where we talk about all things Black women. Hey y'all, so today we're going to be talking about cultivating self-love. And we have a special guest, so before we get started, we would like for our special guest to introduce herself. Yes, well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. You guys are both lovely, lovely women who I truly admire. Um, my name is John A. Bryan. I go to Cornell University. I'm studying chemistry and chemical biology on the pre-med track. And I have a podcast that's called The Narrative. The Narrative focuses on authenticity, self-love, and mental health. So I'm sure this conversation will definitely align with the mission of The Narrative. Yes, that's why we invited Janae on because we feel like authenticity and self-love definitely correlate, like directly correlate. And just to get started, um, what do you feel like is self-love? Like, what would you define as self-love? I feel like self-love is definitely so broad and we've had those conversations on social media now like oh self-love isn't only or like self-care isn't only a bubble bath but it's also how you treat yourself and I'm glad we're moving towards that conversation right like making the conscious effort every day every second to make decisions for you and really make decisions out of the respect and the love you have for yourself. Like, am I making this decision based on how other people are perceiving me and what people are gonna think is cool or what I should be doing? Or am I making this decision because I love myself so much that I know I'm gonna you know, reap the benefits of this in the future or this is what aligns with me. Um, so I think self-love is something that we practice every single day as we continue to build our self-esteem or we understand how we interact with the world. Yes, I agree. I, I think for me, like simply put, um, self-love is just loving and appreciating your true self. So emphasis on true self. I feel like, like I said, authenticity and self-love go hand in hand. You cannot love someone that is not you. You cannot love um, the version of you that someone else created. You have to love yourself for you. And I feel like self-love for me, is just generally like um, finding time to indulge in the things that I love to do, giving myself some grace, making sure I do that, acknowledging the fact that I'm not perfect and I do not have to fit into what society expects me to be. And just like being kind to myself, working exceptionally hard to be where I want to be and stuff like that. Yes, I agree. And I love the fact that, Johnny, you brought up the point of asking the question of what does, am I doing this because it's fulfilling to me or it makes me feel good? Or am I doing it for other people and what they may think this looks good or this may feel good? Because I think that person, perception is really important and to take that step back to really think through the decisions we make because a lot of the time we're making we make a lot of decisions based off of other people and that I think that goes against self-love because it's like granted you can do the things you want to do if they make you happy and make you comfortable but definitely don't always make decisions just for the benefit of someone else because I think that's when self-love can be hard Yes, I agree. And then like, when were you guys at the height of your self-love journey? If not now, because I feel like, well, for me, I was definitely at the start um, of my, well, at the height of my self-love journey when I started to find myself. Like, I feel like everyone, or at least a lot of people go through a point in time where they don't really know who they are or how to define themselves. And once you figure that out, it kind of starts easy. It kind of gets easy to like define what self-love look, self-love looks like for you and just establishing yourself and getting to know yourself 
and just practicing what loving yourself truly looks like. No, I feel you. And I think that honestly, I, there was a point in my time, well, a point in my life where I was like, oh my God, every day gets better with the self-love. Like every day, like this is a journey and it only gets better. But with that journey, I also faced some real lows. So, you know, I talked about on my Instagram, like last year was the first time I ever had self-esteem issues. Growing up, I really did not give a fuck. Like, I love me, that's it, period. I think I'm, I'm the best, period. And not in comparison to anybody else, but just genuinely just feeling comfortable in my skin. And as I continued to find myself and explore myself, like I was just feeling so good. Um, and I feel like once you commit yourself to teaching others about something or you commit yourself to something, that's when the universe is like, okay, so you committed? Like, let me see how committed you are, you know? <laughs> um, so I was put in a lot of situations where I was questioned a lot, I was demeaned. Um, I was just not comfortable with who I was for like a point in, for the first time in a long time, right? Um, and that was a really low point because when you feel like you're on the top of this mountain and you're like thriving in your self-love and you can teach everybody about self-love and then you're in a place where you fully plummet, um, it gets harder and you feel like, am I ever gonna get there again? Or, you know, is this it for my self-esteem? Um, so I think that I definitely learned how to work back there. And the good thing was that I already had that high so you know what it's relative to, you know, you're like, all right, well, I'm at a low right now, but I know what high looks like. So I could get there versus always being at a low, you know? Right. I love that. I love that. I, over the past few months, I have like restarted my like self-love journey because like what you said, you get to that high point and then life just starts coming from so many different directions. And it's like, oh my God, what do I do? And then you kind of have to take that step and say, okay, I'm like what you said, I'm low, this is not good, but I do know how to get to the high points. Like I do know that there is something great on the other side. Um, and I think it also comes with adulting. Like when we were young, I feel like it's so easy for us to just be in that, like I'm that girl and <laughs> nobody can tell me anything. Like, and then as you get older and things get more complicated, it's like you meet new people, especially being in colleges and the, the PWIs that we go to, it's so easy to start feeling that imposter syndrome and start questioning like your worth. Like, am I as smart as this person or do I know as much? So I think that is a really important part of self-love that we, we don't really experience until this part of our lives. Yes, and then I also feel like it's social media too, and just media in general that gets us to those points where we're like, wow, like, am I really as like confident as I thought I was? Because I feel like for me personally, social media, and like I said, media in general, something that honestly subconsciously distracted me from like starting and succeeding in my self-care journey, because it really emphasized the narrow beauty standards that Black women are like expected to be. And as someone who grew up insecure, so opposite of you, Johnny, I grew up like really insecure. I hit it with like this fake confidence, I feel like. And until I got to like my point in my self-love journey, when I realized like, that's not me at all. Like I'm not that person at all. So I feel like it was really social media and the media in general that distracted me and had me like going, like reaching highs and then reaching lows. And when I would say lows, I mean really low lows, like in like, yes. <laughs> so I feel like that was one of the most distracting things when it came to my self-care journey. What about y'all? 
I love that you said that because I feel like people never share the other side, right? So people will say like, oh yeah, I was always confident. Like me, like genuinely, I just felt like I was in one lane all the time. I was like, nobody messing with me, you know? But I feel like people don't explain what it feels like to grow up with like insecurities and stuff like that because your family projected it onto you or the media projected it onto you where you constantly was critiqued about something, you know? And how that can affect you, especially as a young black woman, growing up and then being able to fully dismantle and be like, nah, this is not me. I'm stepping away from it. And usually we see that turn into more overcompensating, 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 and never get to getting to the root of the cause. Like, no, I got to actually work on this. So I really love the fact that you were even able to acknowledge that. And I'm sure a lot of people in the audience will resonate with that. Um, in terms of distractions, I 100% agree with the media too. I think that once I started my social media page, I was like, I want to come on looking like whatever, whenever, and really talk about what I'm going through, really talk about what's happening. Like that's what authenticity is to me. Now, authenticity is not sharing everything. I don't like to share everything. <laughs> but you know, sharing some things, like why am I going to smile in every picture if I'm not happy right now? Like why? Like why should I do that? Or why should I sell like a love story, for example, like always posting my boyfriend or this and that if things aren't cool? Like, why would I do that? You know, so little things like that where social media is the perfect place for us to search for validation. That's what it is at the end of the day. Like, oh, how many likes did I get? How many this did I get? How many that did I get? And it can really blind us from doing the things that we actually want to do. Even with TikTok right now, like it's so easy to be TikTok famous. But you got to share every aspect of your life. <laughs> you got to say when you shouldn't today, you know, like sharing too much. Like nobody needed to know all that. Or you have to exploit something like tell people about like, oh, yeah, talk about men only or how men are toxic or talk about love only. So these little things that as a community, we have to figure out, like, how can we talk about other things that people can resonate with outside of it being these like mainstream things that we all are comparing ourselves to? Right. That is, that is so true. And I really love that you brought up the part about relationships and how social, because we see like celebrities and famous people, people who are in the limelight and they're posting flowers and yeah. roses on the floor. And, and we start to feel like, okay, like we want these things in our relationship. And it's like, not to say it's completely realistic, but it's like, we're idolizing people and we do not know them. We don't know what's going on in the back end. We don't know what things are really like. And it's, it, that's why I think social media, it can be so, so tricky because once you fall into that and you idolize everything you see, you will start to live your life like that. And you won't, you won't be fulfilled because you're trying to live someone else's life. That's not your life. You're just trying to imitate that when you should really go into the root of why you don't feel fulfilled and see, okay, I don't feel this way. Like, I don't feel this good about myself. What's the issue? Where is it coming from? And how can I move forward? So I'm, I love that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. And I feel like social media does this thing where you, like you said, Kayla, you look at people, the people that's in the limelight, and you like what they're doing. And you just try to, like, you try to, like you said, resonate with them. You try to, like, be like them. If you get what I'm saying, you try to do what they're doing, knowing very well that you're not in their place to be doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. For example, like, if you see them buying all these expensive clothes and buying all these cars you're going to start to do that kind of stuff and you're you're not even in the financial like you can't do that like you're you're not 
able to do that especially like with relationships and stuff you're doing all of these things with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you're not even in the emotional space to be doing that and you're only doing that because you that's what you see and that's what you feel like people will like on social media you do things for social media instead of for yourself and then broadcasting that on social media so that's why I feel like social media is just toxic these days and that is something that we need to like think about as a generation and just try to fix I don't know how it'll be fixed but we need to try to fix that but going on to the next thing um when did you guys start your self-love journey because for me I feel like it was when I got to college I feel like a lot of young adults start to find themselves when they get to college surround themselves with new people and like immerse themselves in new things but how did y'all like get started when did y'all get started uh I want to say it was uh, like at the beginning of college as well for me too but really it was during the beginning of the pandemic like I was going through it if you know you know I was going through it like and I started to realize that I needed to just reset completely so and for me like how I started honestly was working out and not to say that that's what you have to do because it's different, but like my, the physical component of me is something that I just wasn't happy with. And I started working out and that's when um, I started. Mm, I really love that because like just thinking about the idea that physical can mean so much and people always talk about like, oh, self-love. Oh no, it has to be mental or what you say to yourself or affirmation. But girl, if you're looking in the mirror and you don't like what you see, then we need to fix that too. Like we need to figure out how we can start loving it, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's really beautiful and not really a perspective that a lot of people share. In terms of my self-love journey, hmm, I think that it's definitely been throughout, you know, growing up, affirming myself, like, yeah, you girl, yes, girl, looking in the mirror or whatever. But then during the pandemic or like at the beginning of the pandemic is when everything was like, I don't know, everything flashed before my eyes in terms of my purpose, right? or like what I thought I should be doing in life. Um, because before the pandemic, yeah, before the pandemic, so like freshman year, I was like always in the library studying really hard, not sleeping, you know, I was just like always in grind mode. I'm like, I have to maintain this GPA and that's it. And then I'm gonna be a doctor and that's it. Um, and then I got the chance to slow down at the beginning of the pandemic. And when you slow down, you also get to, you know, question things like, wait, who am I? Why have I been doing all this for all this time? Like, am I doing it because I actually love it? Am I doing it? Because I'm good at routines. And when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know? So I got that time to just really reflect on whether or not I wanted to continue with certain career paths and find my interest, started the narrative and stuff like that. So I think that was definitely a pivotal moment. Yeah, I also agree. Because I feel like the pandemic was a time for me to just look at myself all the time because I had nothing else to do and I feel like the pandemic freed us of all the distractions that distracted mm -hmm. us from just looking at ourselves and that's something that we just have to do sometimes just look in the mirror look at yourself look through yourself figure out who you are like what you're doing in life like you said Johnny, just figuring out what you want to do are you really indulging yourself in the things that you like to do or are you indulging yourselves in the things that you think other people will want you to do so I feel like yes the pandemic was a great time to just start over and just figure out what you want to do, how you want to do it, and all of that good stuff. And I feel like we're talking about all of this like self-love and stuff like that. And something that I would, that I often like emphasize a lot is reading. So 
a lot of my like tips on like self-love comes from books. And one of the best books that I feel like you guys should read if you are looking into indulging yourself in self-love or just like cultivating self-love is definitely Bell Hooks All About Love. Have y'all read that? I've read excerpts. I have not finished the whole thing. I'm a teacher. I haven't finished, but from what I've read so far, I'm like 75% done and it's definitely a great, great book. And I think it really allows you to look at love differently because a lot of our like beliefs on love and what does love mean? How does, how do I want to receive love? How do I give love really comes from like our family and our home life and all of that kind of thing. And I think the book really shows you how to look at those things and see like, was this really love or was it not? So definitely, definitely um, get that book. If you do not have it, get it, please do. Get it. It's so like, it tells you what self-love looks like what it doesn't look like. It emphasizes what it doesn't look like. And I feel like that's something that a lot of self-love, like books that, um, what's the name, that talk about self-love do not do, like they don't give that part about like what self-love does not look like. They talk about what it looks like, but not what it doesn't look like. So I feel like that's why I really love that book. I feel like it enhanced my definition of self-love and just love in general. I feel like it's one of the most important books. So even if you can read excerpts online, read the entire book, any part of the book, I feel like you'll get so much from it. Mm-hmm. And then um, in the beginning, I also talked about how self-love and authenticity is related, but I feel like we should go more into that. So how do y'all think it's related? So something I've noticed is like, you were saying the idea of like, how can you love yourself if you're not? into embracing your authenticity or you don't even understand what authenticity means to you you know like authenticity is one of those words where it's like whatever it means to you it does not look the same for everyone it's whatever works for you but just making sure that you're trusting that inner voice kind of and allowing that inner voice to guide you right um and I agree with you I don't think that there is a way to love yourself or really practice self-love you're not being authentic I even noticed some people that are like self-love influencers once you start only posting content based on what you want people to see, you're not being authentic anymore. Like you're not doing what you really want to do. And now you're like, oh, people like this post only. I'm going to keep doing the same thing. I'm going to keep doing the same yoga pose or something like that. And granted, there are some people who actually love that. But I do notice that it just becomes a trend where it's like, how can I get more followers? Right. Um, so also in terms of, you know, authenticity I think that when you love yourself you're also attracting opportunities that fully align with what you actually want to do right when we don't love ourselves and we're not like considering being authentic or whatever we're just doing like we were talking about we're doing what can be done like sure we got the qualifications so we're going to keep doing it but once you love yourself and you actually believe in your purpose and who you are that changes how you approach everything whether that's a job whether that's a business whether that's you deciding to make your hobby into something else like you genuinely are guided by who you want to be and what you want to do outside of all those other confines yes that's a hundred percent so true and I think a lot of the time when we think about just what does being authentic mean like the first thing people think is real they just think real but there's so many different layers to that Mm -hmm. like so many different layers and that looks differently for everyone and 
to go back to what you said about like when you love when you're loving yourself embracing yourself you attract so many good things I think people don't realize how real that is because when you're in like a low space and you're not like walking in your purpose and just really feeling yourself you you won't be able to attract the positive things that you want because you're not you're not there you're not there within yourself so there's no way you can attract those things and I've noticed that from my own experiences the the when I when just all of the beautiful things started flowing for me it started when I had it together first and I was loving myself and embracing myself so definitely people do not let that go over your head yeah yes and then granted like finding the courage to live as yourself like as who you are is not easy given like all these distractions that we talked about and I feel like it's one of those things that's like easier said than done but just like try to like I said during the pandemic it was a time where we just got to look at ourselves in the mirror and just look through ourselves so just try to find that time to look at yourself, look at what you like to do, look at who you really are. And then your self-love journey will come easy. Like it'll come, it won't come easy, but it'll come easier than it would be if you were looking at yourself as someone you are not. Yeah. And I then, also want to, oh, sorry. I wanted to yeah. add on real quick. <laughs> I was going to say, you also know what you won't accept. You know, I think that sometimes when we get our, when we get lost in who we actually aren't, we start accepting anything, genuinely. And not only in romantic relationships or in friendships, but in terms of job opportunities, like we're going to take the lower pay because we're like, mm, probably can't get anything else, you know? Or we're going to get the disrespect from the boss because we're like, mm, well, we got to just stay there. When you actually love yourself, you're like, hell no, I don't have to be here. Like, <laughs> the world is mine. The world is my right. oyster, not y'all's. So that's something else too. Yeah, especially as Black women, I feel like we put ourselves down because society puts us down and when you start looking at the world or just looking at life like I'm really it like I'm really everything and more you start looking at everything differently like you said Johnny like the job opportunities you're going to be like I, I don't deserve it I deserve more like I deserve more than more than what you're offering me and I feel like that's really important especially as black women and then like when we go when we talk about like practicing self-love and friendships and relationships I feel like um the best thing to do when like practicing self-love and friendships and relationships is mostly just like taking time for yourself taking yourself on dates I took myself on a date one time to this restaurant and it was it was the best decision ever like <laughs> I thought and it's weird at first when you take yourself on dates because like you feel like everyone's looking at you like why she's sitting here all lonely but no once you just like know which, once you're going into it with being intentional like being intentional about why you're doing it what you want to get from it you don't care what anybody else is thinking. Like, I feel like that's one of the most important things, especially in relationships. Cause I feel like sometimes you can like rely on the other person's energy or just rely on their company so much that you don't allow yourself to be yourself. Like to just have your own, give yourself your own company and just like grow as a person and grow as an individual instead of growing as two people in one. Mm -hmm. If you understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's so important. And I'm all for the dates by yourself too. Like anybody know, I will gladly go get something to eat by myself. Like I, I enjoy my own company. And even though I'm like, I feel like if you're single or not, it doesn't matter. Like you still should 
make time for yourself and prioritize those things for yourself because when you are with someone and y'all are both growing you don't want to be too dependent on someone else for your happiness like you definitely don't want to do that because then things just go left within a relationship but definitely dates by yourself and a date can be anything it can be you going to CVS it doesn't have to be a restaurant but just finding that time for yourself and making it a priority is important yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, people often say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. And it's like, we make time for everything else, but you don't have time for you. We don't have five minutes for you. <laughs> like, I don't make no damn sense. And I'm definitely a victim to that, where it's like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. But like five minutes in the morning could set the tone for the whole day and just change the whole trajectory of your week. Literally, like on a Monday, you setting five minutes aside um, for yourself before you start your day and now you feel calmer throughout the day you feel like you can really tackle the day versus waking up like, oh my god I gotta get to this and that um, so little things like that I think adding self-love into your routine can definitely just change how you view the world how you have days or like go about your days and stuff like that um, and then in terms of friendships and relationships specifically I agree with you guys like the idea of being independent and not necessarily hyper independent but just like I have my independence and you have yours. And I've noticed that helped me be less judgmental too. Like I used to be very judgmental. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> even if I didn't explicitly say something, my, my thoughts, I was a little judgmental um, in terms of friends too and relationships where I'm like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Like, and you notice that's a projection of how you are so critical of yourself and you don't fully you know, embrace yourself and embrace the fact that you're on a journey. Um, so I think that as I continue to love myself and find time for myself and give myself grace, I give the same grace onto other people and I stop being as judgmental. Yes, I agree. I feel like we've like let out so many, gave the people so many gems, so many tips and tricks. But lastly, I wanted to ask Johnny specifically, what are some tips for someone starting their self-care journey, their self-love journey? Like what is the most important thing you feel like they should know or the most important thing you feel like they should indulge in and get used to? Well, I'll give you guys a really good tip that I'm probably going to post on the narrative soon too. I think that um, something to help you on a daily, before you make any decision, consult yourself. Like don't consult anybody else and do that for a week. Like don't consult anybody else for a decision, like any decision you make, whether it's what should I eat? whether it's should I go to this party whether it's should I take this job like whatever it is don't consult anyone for a week just consult yourself and see how that feels and if that feels good continue to do that so yes I started I actually started doing that recently like I've become so private and not even in a way that I'm like not telling my friends anything like being yeah. like like I don't know I, I just became very private with everything that I do because I don't I didn't want outside opinions I felt like outside opinions just swayed what I did so much. Even if I felt like, oh, I'm not listening to them. I am in a way, I am, I'm taking it into consideration. And I feel like that's something that like is very detrimental to your self-love journey. And yeah, I agree. Do not consult anyone. Do that for a couple of days, even a day. Like you'll realize, you'll notice a difference. You'll see a difference. You'll feel a difference, most importantly. And yeah, and I also have one tip. Well, not one tip, but I feel like when you're um, starting your self-love journey, just keep in mind that it comes with practice. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to start it and be like, okay, I love myself. This is good. I'm great. 
after one day. Practice, practice loving yourself, practice putting yourself first, practice embracing your differences and imperfections. Like it all comes with practice and time. And also remember that there's no rush, like at all. There's no rush. You don't have to rush and then like after a certain amount of time, you feel like it's been too much time. So now you gotta fake like you love yourself. And yeah, that's one of my most important tips. Love that. Kayla. Yeah, so to go back to um the original tip, I so I am so indecisive and it is so hard for me to make decisions. Like it doesn't matter big or small. I feel like I have to ask someone. But then looking back, I said, this is not, this is not working because it's like, I'm doing that really because somewhere subconsciously, I don't trust myself to make the right decision. So coming into March, I said, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm not going to tell anybody and it's nothing personal. It's just, I'm going to do what I want to do. And we're going to see how it works out. And so far it has been going well for me. So definitely do that because when you, when you're, when you ask other people, a lot of the time you are second guessing yourself and that like heavens and Johnny, y'all both said that's detrimental to your self-love journey. Um, another tip I would say is probably just take your time with it. Like same what heaven was saying, like, you don't have to wake up every day and say, like, I love myself and think things are going to happen fast. Like, that's not like how it works. Just trust yourself and take your time with your process and you'll be okay. You will be okay and you'll be happy and everything will work out. Yes. Thank you for ending on that note, Kayla. And thank you, Johnne, for coming on. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. Yes, we really appreciate you. We feel like you've con- contributed so much to this conversation and said a lot of things that even Kayla and I would not have thought about. Like we, like we're giving the gems to them, but you've also like gave us some a little bit of gems. So thank you guys. It was nice speaking with y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to Dear Girl Boss Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials and be tuned in to the next episode.